What's going on, everybody? This is Sean of Ross Like Music. And this is the Super Sunny Show. I'm La Molly. This is Blue and Green Radio. Hello and welcome along to this month's edition of the Music for Modern Living Radio Show, right here on Blue and Green Radio. You're locked in with me, Nigel Gentry. Confessions of a curly mind. Blue and Green Radio. You're listening to Steve Williams at UK5.org. Welcome to the Blue and Green Sessions. Ride the vibe with DJ Ronnie Ron. Twisted Soul with C.F. Smith. You're listening to the Blue and Green Podcast. And I hope you enjoy what we are going to say. Blueandgreenradio.com Welcome friends, you're listening to the Blue in Green podcast, uh, my name's Imran and uh, we have a fantastic show lined up for you today, a really fantastic show lined up for you today. Uh, the Blue in Green podcast firstly runs in conjunction with uh, the online independent internet radio station Blue in Green Radio, we're a 21st century soul, jazz, funk, Latin and, and uh, hip hop radio station and uh, well we'd love for you to check us out you can find us at blueandgreenradio.com where you can find our 24-7 uh, continuous never ending, never stopping <laughs> uh, radio stream and you can also find the complete list of uh, these podcasts by clicking the blue and green podcast uh, tab at the bottom slash side of the page, we have two tabs um, so yeah you can check out the full list of these podcasts and we uh, we tend to interview, what's interview? We tend to spend time with some of the incredible Blue and Green Radio presenters who grace us with their presence from all over the world. Uh, we've been to Japan, we've been to uh, San Jose, we've been to Australia, and uh, this for this episode we're returning to uh, Denver, Colorado, as we did for our very first episode to talk to the creator, the host, the presenter of the Super Sonido show, which airs on a Tuesdays at 5 p.m. UK time. Please check the website for, for replays and times that will be more suited to you because this is this is not a show that you want to miss at all. And um, this is traditionally these are kind of music based podcasts and we discuss people's music tastes and their passions for music and what brought them to to do whatever it is they do in music and uh today's episode kind of it's sort of different but sort of not like we spend a lot of time with molly and we talk about we talk family we talk religion we talk spirituality yes not really themes for a a music-based podcast but these are themes that she kind of really digs into in her show and I, I say you know I, I ask her questions on certain themes that she's had in up to this year in 2019 so far it's it's sort of how she presents her show they're deeply personal and they're, they're, they're quite the inspirational I think as well and it's sort of everything you could ever want radio to be so it's always an incredible honor and pleasure that we uh, are able to host uh, shows from her because it's it, they kind of inspire the this level of conversation and um, kind of this you want to know more about her if you, when you listen to these shows and uh, yeah we couldn't be more happy to uh, to be hosting them and for me to be having the opportunity to, to talk to her again so it's uh, it's really cool and I hope you'll you'll enjoy this show we had some a really incredible response from the last time uh, Molly was here as we said with episode one was January, January, which we released the episode January 2019. So, uh, yeah, so it's great to to reconnect, and uh, hopefully, you guys are going to enjoy uh, our second uh, conversation. Um, as with every episode, we 
each episode of these podcasts play two songs. Uh, our guest picks the closing number, as will be Molly's um, Molly's pick, obviously for the for this show. And <laughs> I'll have the opportunity, I'll have the the luxury of picking our opening number, which I'm about to do right now. So, in line with kind of the music that that Molly plays on the Super Sonido show in terms of celebrating Latin culture and Latinx culture and cumbia. I've, uh, as, as I did with last time, um, picking a song kind of in line with those styles. So I'm very much hoping you guys will enjoy this. This is a song I really, <laughs> I can never play this enough just because it's just so insane. Uh, we're going to pick a, my pick will be from a band called Setenta. Um, they're a Parisian seven-piece who, who create their own sort of mix of Latin soul and boogaloo uh, with a touch of Caribbean influences as described by their website. And uh, they have a set, their sophomore album release is called Latin Peace of Soul. And it came out in 2013 on the brilliant Hot Casa Records. It's a great album and you could pick anything from that album. But it's one of the covers that I'm going to play for the show today. Uh, they have uh, one, one cover that they do have is Nirvana's Smells Like Teen Spirit, which is a really nice cover. They do a great job. However, they also have one of the most out-of-the-box covers of any group, of any song I've ever heard. And it's uh, a Latin soul band covering Busta Rhymes' Wooha Got You All In Check, that 90s hip-hop classic. And that's my pick right now. <laughs> I hope you guys like it. I hope Molly likes it. I love this record. I think it's just crazy. And uh, I'm always, always happy to play it. So uh, I hope you enjoy it. I hope you'll uh, enjoy our chat with Molly right now. Uh, she's awesome. Uh, once again, uh, you can find us at blueandgreenradio.com. You can find these podcasts housed there as well as our stream. And we very much look forward to your company. So uh, thanks very much, friends.
that's thank you so much for coming back. <laughs> oh yeah, I'm happy to. How are you doing? I'm well, thanks very much. How have you been? We're just chugging along. <laughs> <laughs> that's the upbeat spirit. I love to hear. That's great. <laughs> yeah, no, no, I'm good. Well, congratulations. Firstly, you, I know you celebrated a birthday uh, uh, this week. Your little boy turned six. Yeah, he turned. It's on Monday. Mm-hmm. Oh wow! And I know this obviously because yeah. you dedicated a beautiful hour-long show uh, uh, to, to his to his birthday, which is which is wonderful. Has he heard yeah, it? He's... No, he hasn't. Um, <laughs> I'm sure he will. He loves to hear that, like on the radio. And I was like, oh, he'll probably like to hear his name all over the place. So. <laughs> You said, I'm really curious, my, my, my little boy turned three on uh, Wednesday, Aww. just gone. Aww. So, um, and it, I thought it was really funny because I think you, you've reached that point where you were like, um, sorry, we're going to be loser parents for a little bit, if that's okay. But <laughs> you were talking about, oh no, now he's getting too old. And I'm at the point where, you know, for three, I'm like, come on, like, grow up a little bit so yeah I, like I, I change your own nappies now and feed yourself yep. <laughs> and stuff like that but you're at that point that point where you're like no slow down yeah yeah he always tells me like you don't want to see your baby grow up huh I'm like no I don't <laughs> like but I, I got to mom oh my gosh is he six or 16 what the heck I like, know or 25 oh. like I swear tomorrow he's going to be married and leaving me and I'm just like stop yeah you'll be like where are you going to work hello <laughs> oh my gosh he is growing up that's incredible yeah no I do get it's okay it. it's day by day it depends kind of you yeah. know what mood we're in I kind of it was it's interesting because like the reason I've, I sort of specifically mentioned that kind of goes into like some of the stuff I wanted to talk to you about like today because mm-hmm. like some of the themes of the some of the shows that you've done this year have been really captivating uh, and obviously that was that was that was a lovely uh, uh, sixty minutes and we're obviously always honored and appreciative to be able to host anything um, and but particularly something as personal as that so that was lovely. Um, Thank you. Uh, it, it probably wasn't as uh, as lovely and personal, though, as uh, one of the other themes that you, you you did this year, which was deeply moving for me. It was your Valentine's Day show. <laughs> <laughs> so just to just to set the scene, Valentine's Day for for lots of people is a is a day where. You, you share the the love you have for your loved ones and you celebrate that but for 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 Lamoli here are some quotes from that fantastic show so Valentine's Day is whack first <laughs> which is like one of the first things you said uh, lovers whatever get out of my face and then my my absolute favorite was when you played a song by Jenny and the Mexicats and mm. you said that that song was an ode. Do you remember the end of this line? The song was an ode know. to your third favorite activity, which was kicking losers out the door. <laughs> <laughs> yep. <laughs> that was the best thing I've ever heard. I play that on the 14th of every month now. <laughs> <laughs> I'm flat. So let's talk Valentine's Day. What's wrong okay. with that? <laughs> 
<laughs> no, I mean, you know, honestly, I love love. I think it's amazing. I'm in love. And, you know, but I think like so many people just like concentrate so much effort on this one day and it's like, shut up. That's not real. I don't know. I don't like the, that like expectation involved in it. And I just... Yeah. And, and I thought it would be funny. Like, you know, everybody always does like, oh, it's Valentine's. Let's do love songs. And I was like, yeah. okay, I'll do some love songs for Valentine's Day. And I was like, that's boring. <laughs> and it's not real, too. Like, sometimes love sucks. Even when you're in love, sometimes you're like, go away, you know? Um, yeah. So I just wanted to normalize all feelings. So So what does your partner, your boyfriend do? Like, I mean, do they are they aware how strongly you are opposed to say the day? What do they? What do they? Do they do nothing and you're like, yeah, that's right? Or do they do nothing and you say, dude, you didn't do anything? <laughs> no, but it's funny because I do kind of get like, um, oh, he didn't even tell me Happy Valentine's Day. Like, <laughs> you know, it's like a funny. <laughs> Like, I don't care about the day. I've never really celebrated it ever in relationships or not. Um, yeah, but there is kind of that, like, tinge of, like, Ugh, you don't even recognize that today's the day about love. Like, I'm very hard to please. <laughs> That's, oh, well, okay. Well, it was a, it was a brilliant show. I really, really enjoyed it. And I know others who got in contact did as well. It was a, it was a really uh, exciting take on the day. Are there other sort of, I'm really curious if you had to create like a, a show based around another very marketed kind of day. <laughs> which oh, which would you tear apart? Christmas. Oh. <laughs> I feel my friend literally has the Grinch ringtone for me. Like when I call, um, <laughs> I feel like I am presenting myself like I don't ever have fun or celebrate things. I just I no, don't know. Not at all. Not at all. <laughs> no, I, I mean that. I don't think that. Care. <laughs> <laughs> I just don't care like you know and even I have a child and everyone's like oh you'll feel different when you have a kid you'll want to celebrate I'm like no it's very hard for me to give in that he wants to do like make cookies and have a Christmas tree I'm like begrudgingly like fine so uh, <laughs> wait wait what, what I, I'm curious okay so let's linger on the Christmas thing for a moment <laughs> if, if we can what what is it you're obviously talking about the, the 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 jolly fat man in the suit in the red yeah. suit who comes down the presence and that kind of marketed yeah. coca-cola endorsed kind of this is not real right that kind of aspect of it yeah basically and just like the it's not different from valentine's day like the expectation right. around all of that that i gotta buy you this perfect gift and usually like people that give you gifts it's like socks and lotion like i have enough of those things <laughs> Please don't spend your money on that. Like, if we get together and have a great meal, that's wonderful. But I don't, yeah, I don't know. And also, like, I'm not Christian necessarily. Like, I don't really right. have a, a organized religion background. I didn't grow up in the church or anything like that. And so it feels really like it's not, I don't feel attached to that specific holiday because I'm not faith, you know? There was another show that you did, which was a really genuinely fascinating one, Um it was about decolonization, yeah. which you kind of, well, you, I think you, you sort of, you gave the alternative word of like deprogramming and you kind of did a, I think I could, I do a whole show with you about just talking about 
your feelings on that and you talked about mm-hmm. say with like love and parenting gender roles and uh and i i thought that was that was amazing what kind of what was your to summarize for someone that hadn't heard that show what were your kind of what were you trying to put across in that one well i think you know we get so caught up in like this is the way we're supposed to be and what i've realized is like you know i'm kind of a lot of the show like underneath like the subtext i guess is that is like the journey to figuring out who you are right and i do that based around identity of like cultural identity um but we get so much like shoulds like we should be like this we should be like that from tv from our peers from school from family all of that stuff and um I think it's like letting go of those things. Like, for example, beauty is a really good place. Like, you know, you look at models in magazines and they're all stick thin and a lot of them are blonde and they have these perfect faces, but it's it's all Photoshopped and none of it's actually even real. But we're holding ourselves up to these ideals that actually have nothing to do with who we are or where we come from. And I feel like decolonization, it, you know, a lot of people take it as like, oh, I'll be more uh, indigenous, right? It's indigenizing yourself. But I don't think that's very authentic either necessarily unless you have specific ties to an indigenous community. But it's more like, yeah, like you said, deprogramming, like kind of recognizing the the thoughts that we have about ourselves and kind of figuring out where does that come from and who does that belong to and kind of like sending it back there and like, no, that's that's actually not me. And it's just realizing like more who you are and what you what you're about. And those don't necessarily apply to the things that you've been taught your whole life. And I mean, it does very much tie to colonization itself, right? A lot of those things come from the people who colonized our people. And so they definitely don't belong to us. So what does? And it doesn't necessarily mean like, you know, I think of, for example, to go back to religion, like um, I don't connect to Christianity or Catholicism, which was like what my father grew up in. Um, but I also don't necessarily connect to indigenous religions because I have no connection to that. I don't really know even who my people are. So how can I just like, okay, I'm going to be for a while. I thought like, well, I'll just like study Aztec religion and that'll be my thing. Right. But like that didn't feel real either. It didn't fit. So it's like kind of finding what, what does fit with you. Where, where do you currently stand on say, I don't know. I don't know how to ask that question. Say not specifically religion, but that kind of spiritual connection to something other than what you see. Yeah, I've been experimenting a lot, and I think to me, it's uh, well. <laughs> this feels kind of weird to say, but I guess I would say like I, I am a practicing witch, like not in like the <laughs> Halloween kind of sense, right? But like, mm-hmm. um, you know, I pray to statues. I. I guess you could say cast spells. I, to me, I feel like it's more like putting out an intention, right? Um, and I mostly connect with my ancestors. Like that's kind of what I, if you would say, pray to, um, to ask for guidance and um, answer questions that I have about life. And that's where I find the deeper connection to kind of the spiritual side, right? Is like actually communicating with spirits, whatever that means for the moment that I'm doing it. That's fascinating. That's fascinating. I mean, I've, I've kind of used them. Um, I think we talked about uh, sort of your show and sort of maybe my 
connection to it in terms of you know coming from a mixed uh, uh family in terms of my parents who mm-hmm. they divorced when I was like eight and you kind of religion is one of those things that um you're just sort of hovering between like um my mother was uh, greek orthodox and my father was muslim mm. or is muslim mm. but you know and they said just i, I guess because of well i guess because of sort of gender roles you know i was born and so my dad goes he's muslim and that was that yeah. <laughs> but there was yeah. no no uh uh effort to instill any part of that culture into mm-hmm. me it was just because he wasn't practicing at all so i didn't you know, so I didn't know anything. I didn't grow up learning about it. And I, I kind of, I've, I've used sort of religion, I think, as something I've tried to find a connection to as well. Yeah. And it, uh, I, I think I failed, to be honest, to the point where I, I don't know. I, I, you know, I, I believe in God. Um, uh, I think I, I say that, you know, in myself, I believe. But um, I sort of don't have a way to direct that practicing part do you know what I mean? I don't feel comfortable in the church. Yeah, I don't do. feel comfortable anywhere to do that, you know? So yep. uh, I guess that's something else that I kind of, again, connected with when you talked about that show as well, when you presented that show. So, yeah. Good. But you, you so you, you, how long have you kind of had this spiritual connection with where you are now as a, as a, as a witch? Um, yeah, no, it's been rather recently, I would say. I've just been kind of looking for, um, just searching for something, because it's not very different from your experience. My my father grew up Catholic, hated it. He always called himself a recovering Catholic. Um, (laughs) Yeah. And my mother, um, her parent, well, her mother grew up Southern Baptist, which is like really pretty strict version of Christianity and um, kind of similarly turned her back on it. So my mother didn't, um, I know she went to church, but um, there wasn't a whole lot of like religion going on in our house. We did the the motions, like we celebrated Easter, we celebrated Christmas, all that stuff. But, you know, I didn't know any of the foundation of of the religion and same I've never felt comfortable in the church or anything like that so kind of my whole life I've been trying to figure out well what do I believe in because I know there's something you know Mm. but I don't know what um and it just kind of happened organically I I was at a, a botanica which is a place where you buy like herbs and oils and stuff like that for practice and I found a book and I just started reading it and it felt like home I was like yeah this is the mix between the two things, between my, you know, the ancestral pull I feel and also the the reality that I live in today. So, Do you have people around you that, that sort of are in that kind of, um, those circles uh, as well? Um, sort of. So um, it was kind of simultaneously my best friend and I, I I gave him the book. I was like, you have to read this. It's amazing. And so um, we practice separately, um, but we never have really together. And I've, I've done some work um, with Johnny, who's the, the man. And um, he's just kind of lives in that world um, accidentally, you know? So he's just, he's like very in tune with energy and all that stuff. So he's just kind of there naturally so we we talk a lot about those kind of things it's great to have people around you that you can sort of share it with it is because it's at least at the very least it's like something to you know bounce 
ideas and thoughts and things as they come up. You know, it's not just like you writing in your journal or whatever. Uh, another show you had, which uh, again I was I was I was fascinated by. It was I'm not going to pronounce this right, so I apologize. But you did a show to celebrate International Muhad M- M- Muhades Month. Um, well, International Women's Month. I just said yes, I wanted you. you, you, you yes, yeah. <laughs> that was my attempt to speak Spanish. Anyway, <laughs> but, you know. but that was that was a great show. That was a really really great oh, show. Um, but you, you said something that, again, I found really kind of really interesting, and I was hoping to ask you about it, if I may. You okay. said, uh, I think you said, since a lot of people don't want to be listening to women right now. And I, I found that really, really kind of interesting. I was really, and I was hoping I could ask, or just to say, this is, <laughs> it sounds like I'm nitpicking on everything that you do. Oh, it, no, it isn't no, that no. at all. It's just, it's, it just inspires, I think your show inspires thought and conversation. I, I honestly yeah, do. And I, good. I find it really interesting. And I'm always kind of like, wow, what, what would make you so in relation to that comment, I'm really curious as to like, what, what, what would make you say that, if that makes sense? Yeah, it does. Um, well, I was thinking about, you know, the Me Too movement, right? right. And, um, you know, we had here um, that Supreme Court Justice Brett Kavanaugh and all the stuff going on right. around, um, like, his, uh, what happened when he was a teenager and his, mm-hmm. like, sexual assault. Um, and just the way that that whole thing played out, I was dealing with something similar at work um, myself and being totally shut down by other women actually who were in power and just feeling like I'm listening to the trial and I'm getting emails from HR basically telling me I'm crazy. And oh, and just like so many women that I know have dealt with things like that where they get shut down. Like, well, oh, that happened a long time ago. Oh, they're just boys or, oh, you just have to grin and bear it. And like, that's kind of what we've been doing our whole lives. And I'm like tired of it. So it does feel like we don't get listened to and a lot of people don't say things, whether it's as serious as sexual assault or even down to like, you know, the way you uh, invade my personal space makes me feel uncomfortable. And people are like, oh, you're just being sensitive. It's like, no, it's not okay. And so I don't know. That's kind of where I was, where I was coming from with that. I hope you're not to pry, but I hope your situation has had a a good resolution to it um hmm okay personally i've come to terms but yeah right it's i mean yeah right one of those so regarding yeah no i won't oh yes i i'm sorry i don't mean to uh oh no no you're fine um so regarding themes for shows do you have any uh sort of how 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 does it come about so you, you have the idea for something i mean how long can something stay with you before you're able to finally put together everything song-wise that is able to say what you want to say? You know, sometimes it just kind of happens organically or like, you know, it could be by the calendar, like International Women's Month made sense for something Mm. like that, right? Um, Or my kid's birthday or Valentine's Day. Um, But sometimes it's just like the mood I'm in and I know so many songs that I'm really lucky that I can, I already know exactly what. I would want to play, you know? Um, So, or I'll find a specific song and be like, oh yeah, I really like that. Like the decolonizing one came from, I was sent a CD by a group from Texas and they had the, I think it was the first song I played 
which was called Descolonizate, Decolonize. And I was like, that's cool. So I just kind of like dug through my collection to find things that fit what I wanted to say. Do you have any sort of upcoming themes? I'm just, just curious as to sort of what you would have coming up and what kind of themes you would attempt to sort of tackle for future shows. I don't know. That's a really good question. It just like kind of comes. I mean, I don't always do theme because that's a lot of work. <laughs> mm, yeah, yeah, no, no, um, I know, yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, but like I do like doing that because it gives me the space to say something that I think is important. Um, which, you know, I like to, I like to push myself onto people. Um, <laughs> it's your 60 but, minutes, do so. Yeah, right, exactly. It's my show. I'm going to do what I want. Um, <laughs> finally, I have a chance to say all the things. No, but um, yeah, so I don't know. It just kind of comes when I sit down to, to work on it. So at this moment in my brain, I don't have anything, but I'm sure I'll throw some, some stuff at you. Yeah, I mean, Christmas is only like eight months away, so. <laughs> oh, I am compiling right now. <laughs> I look forward to it. Um, <laughs> so since since we last uh, spoke, I think we initially spoke in uh, December 2018. Um, yep. What's happened since then, uh, our, our mutual and dear friend Steve Williams from UK Vibe mm. heard mm. the show and said, hey, She's awesome. <laughs> so, you know, does she write? And I thought it's funny you should say that because I would imagine the answer is yes. Um, but I, I don't know. I, you know, I, I, I'm not aware of heard you said that you sort of write anything or attempt to release anything. So, you know, he, you know, we talked about it and he was very keen to, uh, to get in contact and see if you would be interested in reviewing music for um, the really revered ukvibe.org, which is sort of entered, well, it just completed its like 25th year um, yeah. uh, in the UK. So, I mean, he's done some incredible things and he obviously has a show with us uh, as well, a monthly a slot last Thursday of the month where he blitzes two hours um, of, you know, all the incredible jazz music that graces uh, their offices which is really exciting so um so he got in contact and you're now uh, as am i uh an official reviewer for uh, and member of staff for ukvibe.org how are you enjoying that experience oh it's so wild i would have never imagined that that would be something i would do with my life but i'm loving it like first of all i've gotten uh, introduced to so much good music through that. Yeah. Um, and it's been amazing, but also like I never would have considered myself a writer. Um, but so it's been a really amazing exercise in vulnerability for me. Like I found myself, you know, like typing something up and like afraid to like, I, I'll actually procrastinate. Like I have one rating right now that I should be doing. Um, <laughs> but I procrastinate because I'm like, Oh, this is going to be terrible. It's going to suck so much. Um, but it allows me to really like be vulnerable, which is what I'm need to, I'm working on that in my life, you know? And so it's a really cool place to be able to do that and also share the things that I love, which is why I even started doing the show to begin with. It was like music makes me feel so many things and I just want to share that with people. So it's been so cool to be able to do that through writing and, and like, 
allowing other people to hopefully feel what I feel, but also like have their own experiences with something that I find to be really amazing art. Beautifully put. So yeah. when you say you, would, you wouldn't have imagined yourself being a writer, you've, you've never written, you don't, you've, you know, you've, um, you've, you've never had aspirations of writing at all. I, I'm amazed by that. No, uh, the, I mean, I've written academically like my thesis, but that's about it. So yeah, I've never, um, I never would have thought. <laughs> I think that's amazing. Cause like you're, it's funny cause I've read your, obviously all, all of the, the reviews that you've done for UK Vibe and it's, I don't know there, it's sort of, you're, you're, you're very much a storyteller and I think your, your show is very much in that vein. And I think when you review mm-hmm. something, what, what goes into making an album is as fascinating to you as what happens when you press play on, on, on the music, you know? And I, mm-hmm. I think, I guess, like you say, it's the academic in you that sort of makes you want to look up more than just, you know, just to, to describe the music that you hear. But I find it, it's, it's, a, it's a wonderful extension, I think, of what your show is about. You know, I think for you yeah. to be able to sort of portray that, that element of storytelling into, um, you know, reviews and articles in that context is, it's a, it's an excellent extension for, for that, for that passion about yeah. what you have. I agree. I think they go really well together and I get to dive deeper into some, some of the work and that's pretty cool. Yes. Excellent. So yeah, it's interesting because I, I think that probably, you know, the next time we talk, you'll be like, yeah, you know, I've been writing some other stuff now. <laughs> and I'll be like, yeah, no, how could everyone have seen it before you? I don't understand. <laughs> I, I mean, I wouldn't be surprised. I've been um, thinking about doing YouTube, so we'll see. <gasps> really? What, like, like, a, yeah. like, music-related stuff, or yeah, like, like a music, like a music video show? I guess I don't know. I'm not wow. sure because it also feels really um, frightening to me, like to expose myself like that. But I've, I've been considering it, so we'll see. That's that, that's super cool uh how soon would you look to start like how you're still toying with the idea or yeah I mean I've like uh done some dry runs I guess like recorded myself just to see how that feels um so it's like it's it's in the works I just kind of I guess have to build up the courage to actually do it you should and I, I I actually thought the next thing you would have gone for would have been like a blog uh in terms of sort oh, of yeah. something to like chart your musical mm. experiences and endeavors etc I, I thought that but hey you've bypassed that so you've gone <laughs> straight to youtube i love it it's brilliant. <laughs> <laughs> that's excellent all right well I, I look forward very much to seeing what what you'll uh what you'll do next time that's super well, cool like i'm really excited Thank you kindly. So I've taken up enough of your uh, your your precious weekend. So as you know, as uh, being our number one guest on 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 these podcast series, uh, you know the drill. We pick I a closing do. number. <laughs> May I ask what you have for today? Yeah. So um, I picked a song that was just uh, it's brand new, um, and it was it's a collaboration between Bomba Stereo and a group called Sistema Solar, and they're both from Colombia. And um, the song is called Carnavalera, which is they um, recorded the song to go along with carnival season um, because where they're from, Barranquilla in Colombia is like, well, 
I mean, there's lots of places where they celebrate Carnaval, but it's like the epicenter in Latin America. And it's like this amazing, fun, crazy place where um, Carnaval is like, is huge there. And so um, what I love about the song is, first of all, it's two really important um, groups, not only in Colombia, but for the whole like electro uh, folklore scene. And they came together and made this song that is just pure joy. Like it really, I mean, I've never been to Carnaval, but the the fantasies I have of it are like encapsulated in this song. It's just like, as soon as you hear it, you just want to get up and dance. Like I, I've wanted to put it on my like run playlist because I feel like it's going to make me have an amazing run because it just makes you want to move so much. It's so joyful and fun. And I thought it was like the perfect song to kind of send you off on. That's the perfect intro to a song that we've ever had. I, I can't wait to <laughs> let's, let's play. And Bombastere is who you picked last time, right? I know. So- I thought the same thing, but they're just, they're <laughs> iconic and I can't, I mean, I love them so much. So. Uh, thank you so much for your time. You're the absolute best. I always love being able to uh, spend time with you and uh, uh, pick your brain and uh, just sort of catch up. And I very much hope we'll be able to do this again in a few months' time. Me too. Sistema Solar y Bomba Estéreo. Vaya.